When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Welcome everyone to episode six of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It's great to be back here with you this week. I just wanted to start by saying Thanks again to all of you who have reviewed the podcast and who have liked the podcast, um, you know, especially on the, the Apple platform, the iTunes platform. If you would go there and, and write a review, that would be super. It certainly helps us as we continue to try to promote this content uh, literally across the world. As I'm looking at the demographics that uh, are coming in that from people that have listened to the podcast, I'm truly blown away uh, all the way to... Australia and the United Kingdom and literally uh, all parts of the world. So thank you so much uh, to all of you who have listened, who have passed it along to friends and passed along to others that you feel like this content has been valuable uh, for. And so just want to say really appreciate that. As we start this week, uh, we're going to talk about how to be a better dad. And I know some of you probably looked at the title and thought, well, I'm not a dad or I may never be a dad or um, I don't have a dad or, you know, there are a lot of things that can come up. And uh, I just want to encourage you to listen as we go along because I think there are some nuggets that uh, anyone can take back with them, uh, whether you're male or female, whether you are a dad, whether you're going to be a dad, uh, whether you maybe you'll never be a dad. I think there are some things that uh, will resonate with you and certainly will will help you along the way. So, you know, I as I was thinking about putting this episode together, uh, a lot of things, you know, came up in my mind. And I'm certainly grateful that at this juncture I have a great relationship with my dad and uh, one of the hardest working people I've certainly ever been around and uh, just so principled and all of the things that he's been able to do. And he's created uh, different businesses throughout his life and he's went from uh, really being able to reinvent himself uh, three or four different times with uh, different careers and just so admire what he's been able to do uh, not only from a, a business standpoint a career standpoint but certainly uh, from a dad standpoint and as I think about you know dads and and trying to be a better dad and think about you know the audience and you all out there listening. I I realized that just the title probably made some of you cringe uh, because you don't currently have a good relationship with your dad. You know when you hear that, when you hear that term, when you hear dad, you automatically uh, think negative things because of what's happened in your past, or because of a dad that left, or because of a divorce, or because that you know you just don't have a, a good relationship now or maybe he passed away and so I understand that there are, are a lot of different emotions and a lot of different feelings that that come up when you think about your dad and and as we get toward the end of this I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about 
how you can bridge that relationship, how you can can change that relationship, even if your father's not here, even if your dad has already passed, even if you just don't think it's possible to have a relationship. I'm going to give you a few uh, nuggets that I think uh, might help you as well, uh, even if that relationship is not as strong as, as you want it to be. Now, as we talk today, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you five uh, keys that I think will help make you a better dad. Will certainly help your relationship with your with your kids. Uh, will help your relationship with your dad if if you don't have a good one. But we're really going to talk today about that that sweet spot of you know a, a six or seven year old, eight year old to you know then maybe on up into adulthood because there are some things that we're going to talk about on here and I may make comments about that you know for younger kids you're, you're going to have to discipline kids at times you're going to have to you know have a different sort of expectation for a, a three-year-old as maybe you would a, an eight or nine-year-old and so I just wanted to kind of prefix it with you know that's kind of the sweet spot we're looking at maybe seven eight nine up uh, from there but when you think about you know being a dad and and all of the things that that go into it um, you know we all have we all have a a vision in our mind of what we think a dad should be we all think uh, either a dad should be this you know perfect loving uh, guy that just is home a lot and and plays with the kids and does all the things that you know you see on Facebook or you see on Instagram and everybody looks happy and so you have you have that picture of a dad and then some people as I mentioned earlier have a very different view of a dad because they think well my dad was mean and so as I grow up I want to make sure that I don't emulate what my dad was like uh, in my life and so understanding that we all come to this um, at various levels and and with various visions of what we expect our dads to to be or not to be I want to offer that regardless of where you are today and regardless of what that relationship is like with your dad or what you think it should be like I want to offer that that it can change you can help change it you can help change the relationship with your kids today regardless of what that currently looks like and what I mean by that is that you know we've talked I think in a in an early podcast that relationships are really made up of three parts uh, how you see someone else, so how you see your dad, right? How you see yourself, and then how your dad sees you. And so really, two of those three areas you control. And that's really powerful when you think about it, because if you know that you can control how you see your dad and what you think about your dad, then you've got two of the three already down. So regardless of how he interacts with you, how he has interacted with you, you have that power. So that's that's pretty profound in itself. And for me, you know, I've had to kind of evolve into this because if you know a little bit about my background, uh, you know, I was married for 17 years, had two kids and ended up moving to a different state and they didn't move with me. And so I've been five hours away from my kids for almost nine years now. And so I had a decision to make nine years ago when I learned that they weren't moving that I either am going to drive a lot 
I'm going to make a change in my, you know, current lifestyle, my business lifestyle of being at every possible event I can be at and, and always being in Georgia, or I'm going to make a decision that, you know what, there are going to be things that I'm going to make sure I'm at, whether I have to drive five hours in one day and turn around and drive five hours back or not. And I made that decision nine years ago. And so that's what I've done. Uh, and that's how I've helped build and grow the relationship with my kids uh, throughout the course of that time. Now, I will say this, I, I think, you know, I, I've never been an advocate and never will be probably for divorce. But if I had not gotten divorced, I don't think my relationship with my kids would be as good as it is today, um, especially my relationship with my son, because I had so many undue expectations that I had put on him early on that you could already see um, those perfectionistic traits that were coming out in him. You could see some anger that was coming out in him. And by me removing myself from the situation, um, I allowed him to be able to grow and him to be able to bloom and him to be able to blossom on his own. And he is now one of the most caring, loving individuals that, that I know. And I think part of that is because I was able to get out of the way. I was able to get out of the way and start reflecting back on him. And then my time with him became so much more important because I was gone throughout the week and I was only seeing him on the weekends or I was only seeing him one or two days uh, throughout the course of a, of a week, depending on what was going on in their lives. And so, you know, a little bit of full disclosure there. I, I really think that for myself uh, and for him, just having that separation uh, was important. And so as we talk about this, you, you know, you can think of ways and areas that you can connect better with your kids uh, simply by taking stock of who you are, right? Simply by taking stock of what what's going on in your mind, what's going on in your life, and how you're relating to your kids, uh, even if you are there every day. And so, so here are, here are five keys that I think are important that will help you become a better dad. And so, step number one is be present daily. So, key number one: be present daily. And what does that mean? You know, especially if you've got a teenager that doesn't want any part of you right now. They don't want you in their lives. They don't want you to be present. They don't want you to be around. They don't want to see you. They could care less if they ever see you again. So what does that mean? Well, it can mean a lot of different things. It can mean that you do pop into the room at night and just check on them. It could mean that you send them a text throughout the day. Or if they don't text, you know what? I've got Snapchat and I have Snapchat because I communicate with my daughter on Snapchat. That's the only reason I have Snapchat. She's basically the only person on there. Uh, but I'll Snapchat her, and she'll Snapchat me right back. And it's just to check on her. How are you doing? How are things going? Um, it doesn't have to be at the dinner table. Now, if you want to have dinner, and that's something that, that you have aspired to do as a family, you've aspired to do as a dad and, and with kids, then that's great. But I think a lot of times we put so much pressure on ourselves that if we don't have dinner together then we're a bad dad, we're a bad mom, we're a bad person. We're not. It's okay. But be present daily. And if you want to have dinner, if you want to have breakfast, do that. That's great. But have a plan for yourself about how you're going to invest in your kid's life each and every day. And that can be as simple as two or three Snapchats throughout the day. You send them a funny meme uh, anything that just kind of comes up throughout the day, you send them. You know, and there are times when I'll send things to my daughter and she doesn't always respond right back, but I know she saw it. 
And the same thing with my son. Drew, he doesn't like to, he doesn't, he won't Snapchat at all. So what does he do? He very rarely uh, even texts. He doesn't like to text. He actually likes to talk on the phone, which is really odd in these days, but I appreciate that. So he'll pick up the phone and call me, or I'll pick up the phone and call him. Or if I do text him, it may be, you know, three or four hours before he texts me back. And there'll be just times where I say, hey, just checking on you, just making sure you're doing okay. And, um, and he'll, he'll always appreciate that and, and get back to me. And so you be present and be present whether they reciprocate it or not. You know, be present whether you think it matters to them or not, because it does matter and it'll matter down the road. And um, certainly uh, it, it matters how you show up each and every day. So, so be present with them. So key number two. Now, this is going to be tough for some of you. This is going to be tough for some of you. I had to learn this and kind of learn it the hard way in, in some respects. But drop all, and I and I will say expectations, but it's not all expectations. And that's why I said earlier, this is really for your 7, 8, 9 on up. Because you've got, you're always going to have some expectations of your, your kids around the house. And they've got chores, or they've got jobs they're supposed to do, or how they're supposed to, uh, you know, they have to go to school. That's expected, so on and so forth. But I'm going to add a word here, and I'm going to say drop all athletic expectations. Now, I know some of you just cringe there, um, but that's to drop all of them, especially the ones that have to do with performance. If you expect your child to perform well on the field, the only person that's going to let down is you. It's going to let down you because you're, if they don't perform up to your expectations – you're going to feel it. If they do perform up to your expectations, if you're not constantly telling them great job and we really appreciate, you know, appreciate all that you do and way to get a hit or way to score or way to all those things you've got to do, your child is never going to, he's never going to live up to his own expectations because he's always trying to live up to yours. So drop those expectations. If they don't, if he doesn't want to play or she doesn't want to play a particular sport, don't make them play it. And conversely, if they do want to play a particular sport, one that you don't like, let them play it. You know, we, we live in such a generation, you, you already know this, we live in this trophy generation. So we're already, you know, sign up and you get a trophy, sign up and you, you get an award, sign up. Just let them be them. And if they want to play softball, let them play softball. If they want to cheer, let them cheer. If they want to, if they want to do dance, let them dance. If they want to play baseball, let them play but don't put all those undue expectations on your child, especially the ones that have to do with how they perform. You will see a tremendous difference in their attitude toward the sport. You'll see a tremendous difference in their attitude toward you. And you'll see a tremendous difference in how their demeanor is simply by dropping those expectations. So number three, Number three, tell them you love them and tell them that you're proud of them. Tell them you love them and tell them you're proud of them. And do that every day. Tell your child you're proud of them each and every day. That'll help you become a better dad. Because they'll appreciate the fact that you're proud of them even when things aren't going perfectly in their lives. They'll appreciate that. They'll appreciate that you tell them you love them even when you've had a bad day. They'll appreciate that you tell them that you're proud of them, even if you're not able to be there. And be 
present in their physical life each and every day. And what that will do is that will let them know down the road, hey, my dad's proud of me. You know, my dad loves me. I am enough because I'm me. I don't have to do anything special. I just have to be me. And my dad's going to love me and my dad's going to be proud of me. And I'll throw one extra one in because I, I think this has been been big for my daughter, although she probably won't tell me this for another 10 or 15 years, and that's okay. I tell her how pretty she is every day. Every day I tell her how pretty she is because I don't want some, I don't want her value coming from some other guy. I want her value coming from her. And I want to build her self-confidence up and her self-esteem up. And I do it not just that she's pretty, but I tell her how talented she is and I tell her how smart she is and I tell her that she can do anything she could ever want to do. Now, I do this with my son, too. I tell him he's handsome. I tell him I'm proud of him, and I tell him he's smart, and he's so kind and compassionate and loving. I do that with him, too. But I think you dads, if you if you can make a conscious effort, you know, you want your daughter to be able to come back to you and talk to you. You don't want him to rely on some other guy as it goes down the road. So number four, number four, if you're married, love their mom. Love their mom. Love their mom well. Show them each and every day what true love looks like and how it's lived out. And hopefully they will aspire to be like you one day in a marriage sense, that you treat their mom with respect. Maybe you could actually open a car door for her every once in a while because most of you probably don't. You know, Maybe you could go that extra mile and, and bring her some flowers. Uh, whatever you can do to show them that you respect their mom and also demand that they respect your mom. If you want to expect anything from them, you demand that they that they respect their mom because that's one thing that will always go with them. They'll respect women, and then they'll respect men, hopefully, and then they'll grow into respectful adults, but uh, especially, you know, boys and girls, but, you know, that they respect their mom. So love their mom well. And then if you're divorced, you know, if you're like me, respect Respect your ex-spouse. Now, that may be hard for some of you, but if you can get it in your mind that if you show respect to your ex-spouse, your kids will see that. Your kids will pick up on that. Your kids will know, hey, mom and dad may still not be married, but they respect each other. They're doing what's best for us. They put their own needs at times aside and their own differences aside to do what's best for us. And again, they will, that will reap true benefit for you and for them as you move on down the road. And then the final one, number five, and, and sometimes this can be the hardest on us, but don't judge yourself. Don't judge yourself. Where you fall short, give yourself grace. Where you don't live up to your own expectations, give yourself grace. Where you don't live up to what their expectations are or what they have put on you as their expectations give yourself grace only you can decide whether you're a good dad or whether you want to allow yourself to think you're a bad dad it doesn't matter what your kids say and I know that's going to be hard for some of you to realize but it doesn't matter it goes back to those three relationship pieces you can worry about how you feel about them, what you think about them, and what you think about you. And when you're doing your best to love them the best way you possibly can, the best way you know how, 
then regardless of how they react back to you, you can know that that's on them, even though it's your kids, and you can continue to love yourself unconditionally. The more you love yourself unconditionally, the more it allows you to love your kids unconditionally. The more you love yourself unconditionally, the more it lets you and allows you to love your kids unconditionally. For some of that's for some of us that's really hard. And for some of us that's a key for this whole podcast is to know that man, if I can really learn how to love myself, love myself well, it will allow me to be able to love my kids and love my spouse more unconditionally. So what about the relationship that you may have with your dad that's a tough relationship? One of those that, you know, either your dad is no longer here or your dad is one of those dads where you've just had a lot of friction. Uh, you know, maybe they're, they've been, they left you as a kid or maybe, you know, there was a divorce or maybe you've just grown apart as you've gotten older. Well, I want to encourage you today to know that you can take steps to mend that relationship. Because remember, guys, that relationship, even though you want to make it about the physical sense, that relationship really lies in your mind. It really lies in your thinking. And if you can get a hold of the fact that you can change the relationship with your dad and you can change the relationship with yourself and how you think about yourself and how you approach your dad and how you can look back at the past and all the things that happened in the past that you've been telling yourself the same story for years and years and years or even that happened last week and you've been telling yourself the same story. If you can drop those expectations of your dad and you can start to think, you know what, I'm going to love my dad regardless. I'm going to love my dad regardless of what he's done. I'm going to love my dad regardless of the expectations I've put on him and regardless of the expectations he's put on me, then you can really start to see a difference in your relationship. Will he notice it? Maybe or maybe not. Will it make a difference in how he responds to you? Maybe or maybe not. Will it make a difference in how you respond to him and how you show up to him and how in your heart of hearts and in your mind your relationship is with him? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's gold in that. And you can do the same thing even if he's still not here because you can go back and you can make some peace with, with, your, with your past, with your dad, even if he's not here because all of that now lies in your mind. And if you can change the way you think about that relationship and you can change the way you think about how your dad was when he was on this earth, then that will help bring you peace. You can't bring your dad back, but there's no sense in living in misery for the rest of your life because of how you are interpreting your relationship while he was here on earth. That's powerful, my friends. So I encourage you, take a step this week, do something neat with your kids, show them you love them, tell them how proud you are of them, and uh, that'll get you on your way to becoming a better dad. If you have some time or if you've got issues or you've got things that you you just love to talk about, reach out to me, Dr. Darren Wilson at gmail.com. Go to drdarrenwilson.com. Check out the website. Really appreciate you here, having you here, and that you are here each and every week. Can't wait to see you next week. Have a great one, my friends. Take care. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson or on Instagram at Dr. Darren Wilson. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.